गजाननम भूतगणातिशेतम कपित्तचंपूपरसारभक्षित उमासुत शोक विनाशकारण नमा विघ्नेशर पादपंकज आपदापर्ता दातासंपदा लोकाभिराम श्रीराम भूयो भूयो नमाम्यहम आर्ता भीता भयनाशनम दुशता कालदंडम तम रामचंद्रम नमाम्यहम रामाय राम भद्राय रामचंद्राय वेदसे रघुनाथाय नाथाय सीताया पतये नम कूजतमेती मधुर मधुराक्षर आरोग्य कविता शाखा वंदे वाकोकल वाकेमुनिंहस्य कवितावनचारिण शुण्वन्मकनाद कोनयातिपरा गति गोष्पदीगतवारीशमशकीकदराक्षत राण महामलात्न वंदे नीलात्मज अंजनानंदनम वीर जानकीशोकनाशन कपीशमक्षहंतारम वंदे लंका भयंकर रावणनीताया सीताया शत्रुकर्षण ये पदमन्वेषुम चारणाचरिते पथी शत्रुकर्षण हनुमान दी टॉर्मेंटर ऑफ हनुमान देन ही सेट आउट He was ready to set out in the path of the Charanas to discover the whereabouts of Sita, who had been carried away by Ravana. And how was he looking? The ape, Valmiki says, the ape with his neck sticking out and head held high, like a lordly bull. Antram Dikdar says in the. Cattle fair of Tiruvannamalai, which is held during Deepam time, fifty thousand cattle will come for sale, for purchase. In a huge herd of cows, the bull will be there standing, and he doesn't need a placard saying "bull, bull." You see, you know this, this one. Helps and it will stand like that. You don't have to stand outside the airport. Placard for him. You know, this is a bull. Like that, Hanuman, like a lordly bull, head held high, make out. He's looking. He stood on top of the Mahendra mountain, and the top of the Mahendra mountain was multi-colored because of many mineral ores of the mountain. So there were rocks of dark red. There were pale pink rocks, leaf green rocks. Salt and pepper-colored rocks, all of them, on top of the mountain. Sasurya ya Mahendra ya Pavana ya Swayambhuve, Bhute bhyas chandalam krutva chakaragamane matim. So he raised his hands in salutations first to Mahen Surya. Surya, who was his first guru. Sometimes we will go into that significance of this Surya being the guru of, Hanuman. but Surya is the guru of Hanuman. Surya is the father of his master in life. His worldly master Sugriva's father is Surya. His spiritual master Rama is Surya Vamsha. That Surya he first prays. And then he prays to Indra, 
He's standing on the mountain of Indra. Indra. Mountain. Indra, whom we saw tucked away in that little story which was told by Nishakara to Sampati, that Indra who had given that Amrita-like food to Sita so that she could carry on her stay in Lanka without eating anything. That Indra. That Indra who is the father of Ali. To him was the second prayer. Then he prayed to his own father Vayu. Whose full blessings he needs today as he goes on that hundred Yojanas flight. Then he prayed to Sayambu Brahma and then to the Bhuta Ganas of Shiva and he set his mind to start off. He is one of the Rudras, Ekadasha Rudra, Anuman. Five afflictions, six impurities of mind, eleven. Those eleven are undone by Hanuman. Hanuman, he thinks of the Bhuta Ganas of Shiva. Anjalim prang mukhakritva pavanayatma yonaye tatohi bhagvrde gantum dakshino dakshinam disham. He first turned towards the east. He made his obeisance to his father, the wind god, the author of his own being. Vayu Bhagavan, he prayed to. And then he rapidly grew in size. And then turned towards the south. Intent. Now. And as these fellow apes and bears gazed in awe, he started swelling like the sea swelling in the waxing moon. Huge body now. He pressed down upon the mountain top to take his leap. And Goswami Tulsidas says in Amcharit Manas, he studied himself. Bar bar ragubir samhari. Again and again he studied Rama in his heart as he prepared to jump. Firm, firm. Going back to Almiki, he pressed the mountain. Hanuman pressed the mountain. The mountain started tottering. All the trees in the mountain started to shake, and the flowers on top of the trees just fell down all over the mountain. The mall was covered by flowers. The mountain itself seemed to have suddenly burst profusely into flowers. Pressed by him of incredible strength, the mountain started pouring out water like elephants' ichor coming out when it is in rut. Like that, water started gushing out of the mountain. Pressed down by that great ape, the mountain exposed to view streaks from the veins of gold, silver, etc. Ore which were there in the mountain, they started appearing as streaks pressed by. Hanuman's feet. And all the creatures who were still inside the caves of the mountain suddenly found the caves crushing down upon them and they started clamoring. They started putting up huge cries of distress which filled the sky. And serpents, serpents, huge serpents with massive hoods bearing swastika marks, they came out of their holes to see what was happening. And they started spitting fire. This fire they were spitting here and there. And in anger and in bewilderment, they started biting every rock with their fangs. They started 
pushing their fangs and biting deep into the rocks and such was the power of the venom that the rocks burst into flames and into hundreds of pieces and the antidotes the herbs which are there in the hill which are not which are natural antidotes to the venom of these serpents could do nothing such was the fierceness ferocity of the venom with which these snakes were going out and the tapasvis were still in the mountain Suddenly, they they thought this entire mountain is breaking up because of some evil spirits, and they abandoned the mountain. And then there are the vidyadharas there, the vidyadharas who care for nothing. They are drinking and they are enjoying themselves. Vidyadhara men, vidyadhara women, golden vessels full of wine, and nothing can disturb them. You can walk past them. You can. you can do anything they will not be concerned such as such is their nature this anuvas pressing of the mountain shook the hell out of them they got up leaving all the golden vessels full of wine and rose into the sky male females together vidyadharas looking at what is happening they were wearing garlands of red flowers tipsy they were lotus eyes red with drink they rose into the sky and their women of vidyadharas who are wearing pearl necklaces they were wearing anklets and shoulder rings and bracelets and they all stood smiling by the sides of their spouses and they were astonished to see what they were seeing the hanuman pressing down on the earth ready getting ready to jump and then they heard the rishi rishis who had realized the self the rishis siddhas charanas etc had come assembled in the sky self realized rishis assembled in the sky and they were they were telling everybody around look this is hanuman the son of wind god esha parvata sankasho hanuman marudatmaj titirchati mahavega samudram makaralayam is is hanuman Huge as a mountain, endowed with immense speed, he is preparing himself to jump across the sea. He is going to jump across the ocean, home of monsters of the ocean. He is attempting all but impossible tasks in order to please Rama, for the sake of Rama and for the sake of the apes. He wishes to reach the other shore. Is the announcement made by the rishis from the sky to all around? And Anuman, Anuman of mountainous size now. He shook his fur. He rocked a little, and then he let off a great shout, like a huge lion giving a thunderous roar. In Olympics, etc., when you see that snatch of the weightlifter, huge weight, before he's going to lift it, finally he won't shout and shout. <laughs> then he tried to snatch that two hundred fifty kilograms. Anuman screams. A loud roar he gives, and then, like the Garuda whipping a snake, the Garuda, a huge snake, the Garuda picks it up and flies into the air. I will whip it like that. Anuman, he whipped his tail. Katak, he just whipped his tail. And the ape then fixed his arms, which were looking like iron clubs, huge arms, firmly on the mountain, 
and he crouched his waist he contracted his feet he drew his arms to his shoulders and valmiki says he shrunk his neck into himself shrunk his neck the great hero anuman he mobilized all the energy and strength and will power ಮಾರ್ಗಮಾಲೋಕಯಂದೂರಾಧುರ್ವಂಪ್ರಣೀತೆ ಯಥಾರಾಘವನಿರ್ಮುಕ್ತ ಶರಶ್ವಸನ ವಿಕ್ರಮ ಗಚ್ಚೇತ್ವಗಮಿಷ್ಯಾಮಿ ಲಂಕಾಂ ರಾವಣ ಪಾಲಿತ ಸ್ಪೀಡ್ ಆಫ್ ವಿನ್ ಐ ವಿಲ್ ಗೋ ಟು ಲಂಕಾ ವಿಚ್ ಇಸ್ ಪ್ರೊಟೆಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ರಾವಣ ನೈದೃಕ್ಷಾಮಿಯಂಕಾಯಾಂಜನಕಾತ್ಮಜಾಂಜನಕಾತ್ಮಜಾಂಜನಕಾತ್ಮಜಾಂಜನಕಾತ
the arrow of Rama. He may be going to Lanka. Who has who has dispatched it? Rama. It has no will of its own. The arrow has got no will of its own. It will do the damage. It will go and do the damage. But it will not say, "I kill." Rama. Does it mean it is not exercising? It's it's like a it's like an intelligent missile. It will be sensing this, do that, do this, do that. It will do everything. But the doer is not that. The doer is someone else. Later, when he meets Sita, Ashoka Bana. The Rasa Anubhava they say. I mean, the story comes also in Almikila Manam. She will tell, among other things, some messages she also gives back to Rama. One of the messages she gives back to Rama is Rama tell Rama remind him. She will say, of that occasion when we were alone together in the forest and Kaka Asuran, the crow Asura, son of actually Indra Jayanta, who had come as Nasura. As a crow, he had come and bitten Sita when Rama was resting in her lap. In, his, in her lap, her blood had fallen on him. Yes, he looked up and he found for the reason crow. And he realized Nasura in anger. He plucked the grass, invoked Brahmastra, and threw it on that. And then that crow went all over, went to Shiva, to Brahma, to everybody, and then finally. He had to come back and do Sarnagadi to Rama to be escaped, and then that one night that story all is there. But then she reminds. We'll go in detail later. But she reminds him of that story. She says, "Tell Rama of this story. That Rama, whose arrow chased that Kaka Sura everywhere. What is he doing? What is he doing?" So the Rasaram Baba, they say, Anman asked her, "What arrow?" Said that that was he threw a grass piece. No, 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 the grass piece. What grass piece? That was the power of Brahmastra he had invoked. She said. He says, "Mother, how do you know he is not sent another arrow? So where is the arrow? This is in front of me." <laughs> He put the power of his name into it and sent it go. 